Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display, so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network, and today is Wednesday, February 22nd. And from our terrific core group of NBA journalists, we are joined by NBA.com senior writer Steve Ashburner. Ash, we are thrilled to have you here. You're fresh off of All-Star Weekend. Um, but as we move forward in this final stretch of the season, a lot to get to and some news that just broke on Tuesday as the Atlanta Hawks uh, announced that they fired uh, Nate McMillan, obviously with the Hawks for two plus seasons and uh, making a change. There's been reports that at the top of the list, um, no doubt, is former Utah Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, um, some others, Bucks assistant Charles Lee, Golden State assistant Kenny Atkinson. Uh, but first and foremost, what was your reaction uh, upon hearing this news about McMillan? Uh, Hawks currently sitting eighth in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Uh, hi, Sarah. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for having me here today. I I was surprised um, primarily because I think Nate McMillan is such a voice of stability that it surprises me anytime he. Um, uh, you know, he sort of hit some uh, um, turmoil as a as a coach when he got you know fired previously, and and now this time, you know, I get it from the standpoint that Atlanta's expectations were greater. They're they're really eager to avoid a play in situation, and that is you know has not been looking great. Um, you know, so you know, I guess the sense of um, Nate not known for his offensive uh, side of the ball, um, the work there, and even developing young players, you know, that's a concern, I think, with the uh, Hawks management, or at least that was, you know, I think in part of their thinking, how valid or not. Um, So, okay, you could maybe build a case for that. But I think ultimately it comes down to um, looking for a way to shake up 
the uh, roster in terms of uh, the players themselves and accountability and um, inject a little of that into their locker room. Um, so this kind of thing kind of does it, but it's it's sort of, you know, shooting left uh, while you're aiming right or something like that. It's, it's a little bit off to uh, um, to only go for the coach. So we'll see what else they have uh, in store if um, whomever they put in. I know Joe Prunty is uh, interim, and we'll see if anything changes actually on the floor with rotations or roles. Uh, that, to me, would be more telling than simply um, removing Nate McMillan. Yeah, it, interesting to watch. And as you mentioned um, about player development, accountability, currently they sit 16th in offensive rating, 21st in defensive rating. They are just three and a half games though out of that sixth spot uh, behind both Miami and where the New York Knicks sit. So still, still some time uh, to be able to make up a little bit of ground, see how that all plays out. And speaking of the Eastern Conference, it, it feels like there's been a, a bit of a clear delineation of, of some of those teams at the top. Um, namely Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Cleveland right behind there. Uh, but you're looking at Milwaukee and Giannis uh, with that that sprained wrist. Uh, the Bucks currently on a 12-game win streak. They're just a half game out of first behind the Celtics. But how would you put into context, uh, not knowing necessarily the timeline of this injury for Giannis, but the context of what that means with this Eastern Conference race? Well, there's a little less than uh, two months left. Uh, the news he got from the uh, expert uh, diagnosis in New York um, after after All-Star Weekend uh, was encouraging from the standpoint that uh, there's nothing particularly serious with the with the wrist. It's, it's going to be a matter of what I have heard is the swelling needs to go down. He just needs to be able to play with confidence and with uh, dexterity in that in that wrist. Um, so that doesn't suggest a long layoff. I, I would think that he would maybe get a few games here, um, and we'll see what happens at that point. I think they will be very careful. Obviously, if if you're going to manage anybody's minutes um, and appearances between now and the playoffs, I would think Giannis is, is you know he's somebody you would want to do that with. Um, Milwaukee without him, you know, uh, they are no factor whatsoever. So if um, if they can stay afloat. I mean, the thing is, is the way they've been playing, they had a chance to maybe, you know, get, grab that number one seed. That might be a little more difficult, uh, you know, with, with Giannis not being 100% available. So um, we'll see. I mean, they sacrificed that previous years. You know, last year it cost them in a game seven with Boston. So, you know, you can read things into it. I think they'd rather have healthy Giannis than home court advantage <laughs> you know, and not a healthy. Do, do you think that matters or do you think it matters um, more so for one team as opposed to the other? Uh, home court advantage in the postseason? I think it does matter. I think it matters when you're at a high level like that and teams are, are fairly equal. Um, they match up well and you're looking for that one thing because, I mean, uh, now that said, Milwaukee lost game six at home. Um, you, Jason Tatum went, went crazy in uh, in game six had had the game of his life and um at least till the all-star game and um you know so then they had to drag themselves back to a uh, boston uh, the bucks and and they lost there so but i do think it matters i think that even even from a confidence standpoint of knowing you have that in your hip pocket um that makes a difference starting a series at home that makes a difference um to open up a lead you know so yeah i do, I do think it matters um 
you know, we've seen champions obviously win on, on the road um, and not be bothered by that sort of thing. But I think those are, are more rare. Yeah, well, speaking of, you teed us up. Let's go to the Western Conference, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, still in position to have home court advantage there in the first round, sitting in that fourth spot in the West. But it, it's still really bunched up between three and 10 at this point, just four games separating uh, those teams. And on the buyout market, Russell Westbrook, uh, after being bought out from Utah, signed with the Los Angeles Clippers. Westbrook inside, off the glass with the left hand. What is your take on the impact that he could have on this Clippers team that hopes to be a, a Western Conference finalist, a title contender? I think it could be interesting. It's certainly going to be good theater to uh, to see how uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you know, sort of coalesce around what Russell Westbrook. I think had Russell gone to Washington or Chicago, those were two teams that had been mentioned. Um, it, it would have been intriguing like a like a uh, a car wreck you know from from the standpoint of well you know this is going to create some drama and and we'll see what the existing stars think of this guy i think with the clippers they're going to get the best of what russell has left westbrook nice crossover gets inside layup is good it won't be as disruptive it shouldn't be as disruptive um you know those guys haven't been able to uh, to take the Clippers beyond a certain point anyway, so I think it's worth rolling the dice. I also am a little surprised. Um, I don't know if emotionally, but psychologically, I I am now feeling that Russell Westbrook is a little bit of a victim. He he has been scapegoated. He's been kicked around. This is a great player. Look, there are legitimate reasons his his game has not translated. You know, as he has aged, he hasn't done enough to to adapt. You know, his the style of play uh, to suit a loss of physicality or or athleticism, and he accepted the bench role with the Lakers. But I, I just think that that he's been sort of kicked to the curb here, and I would love to see Russell Westbrook have an uh, you know a, a boost on the uh, the Clippers' performance. So I'll be watching that very closely. I think it's a you know a fascinating move, and I I. Um, I give the Clippers credit. I mean, they know their team and they know where they haven't gotten and they might as well give it a shot. Another buyout move that I think we'll be interested to watch are, are ties to Chicago. The Chicago Bulls had announced that Lonzo Ball uh, will be out for the rest of the season, yeah. having not played this year, so in need of a point guard. And they picked up off the buyout market Patrick Beverly who returns back home uh, to Chicago, where he is originally from. What is your feel on Beverly and the signing with the Bulls um, here that just occurred? I guess to sum it up, I would say too little, too late. I mean, it, you know, it had this feel when you had Kevin Love and Westbrook and Reggie Jackson and and others on the buyout market, and the, uh, the Bulls come home with uh, Patrick Beverly, you know, I think a lot of Bulls fans would have rather ended up with a lousy T-shirt, as the saying goes, because um, Patrick Beverly at age 34, to me, he seems like he is more trouble than he's he's worth. He's he's an irritant to other teams, and that's on the plus side. He can be an irritant to his own team at times. That's not good. Um, I don't think he has enough game left. And frankly, if they're looking for him to uh, – put some teeth into the Bulls' performance the rest of the way, 
that's an indictment of the players that are in that locker room already. I mean, those guys are getting paid. They should, when you open up your paycheck, that ought to be enough to put some teeth into your game. And if you need Patrick Beverly, you know, to, to rah-rah you to, hey, we can do more. We can do better. I'm not that impressed by the Chicago Roots. I think it's good for Beverly. I'm not sure it's so good for the Bulls. Uh, uh, Bulls looking for something coming out of the All-Star break on a six-game losing streak two games uh, behind even a play-in spot. We, though, are going to take a quick break. You have got a tremendous article talking about um, the next, the NBA 100 hopefuls. We'll get to that right after the break. You need a vehicle that can meet your family's needs, and Toyota has you covered. Introducing the first-ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander never makes you choose between passengers and cargo. You can fit both with ease. With three spacious rows and available seating for up to eight, and legroom that makes even long trips comfortable. With Grand Highlander's available 362 horsepower hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims, you can be confident you have the power, acceleration, and efficiency needed for almost any adventure your family can cook up. And you'll get where you're going in style with a modern, spacious cabin that's perfect for both play dates and date nights. Impressive tech upgrades take the new Grand Highlander to the next level, including available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display so you always arrive on time. Don't just live life. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by Steve Ashburner. And Ash, I loved reading through this, although I I, want to slow down time. Um, You have an article (laughs) on NBA.com, NBA 100 hopefuls, 10 active players uh, building cases to join the legends. And you started by setting the table uh, of us being at All-Star Weekend in 2047 in Cleveland, uh, as we're just one year removed uh, from the top 75 being announced. But you look at the top 100 
dig into to your thoughts behind this article a little bit more in some of these players who are already making a case um, for being a part of that top 100. Yeah, some of this was done, I mean, not the analysis, but the idea was sort of tongue-in-cheek. I mean, we're one year removed from the top 75, so what better time than to project 24 years into the we future? We always love those projections. Oh, uh, I know. Well, I think there are certain uh, outlets that uh, they spend half their time uh, trying to predict the future, whether it's tonight game, tonight's game or the end of the season or whatever it is. That That's fine, but... Um, yeah, I choose not to think much about 2047. I hope I'm sitting and, on a beach um, retired then. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I hope I'm sitting anywhere at that point. <laughs> and, um, but it, it just seemed like, okay, well, let's look at how they got from 50 to 75. And when you do that, I mean, what I realized was many of the guys that were on the top 75 that were the new additions, they weren't even active in uh, when the, the top 50 were announced. So that would presume that similarly, a bunch of guys that aren't active right now or last season would be candidates for the top 100. So that means you're not going to just had 25 more guys that we're familiar with right now for being good players. You're only going to get about 10 spots and, and the other 15 or 14, if the NBA wants to clean up that untidy 76 situation, and make it a, a real 100, 14 of those spots are going to be guys that we their games haven't developed yet. They might not be in the league, and frankly, somebody might not even be born yet. I mean, if you, if you take an 18-year entry rule, and then you have four great seasons like Shaq did when he made the top 50, you could be born in 2024 or 2025 and still be on the top 100. So we're sort of, you know, throwing out, um, you know, a big guess. But what we did is we narrowed it down to 10 players, guys who have shown enough already. And you might, I guess the first test would be, hey, why weren't they on the top 75? You know, a guy like Kyrie Irving, I know some people thought he should be on there. Well, um, I think the way he has gone, even in the last, you know, now let's, we're talking on the court. But, you know, when you look at his body of work, in retrospect, he will be a guy that looks like he should be one of the top 100 players in the NBA history by the time we get to the 100th uh, anniversary of the league. Um, you know, Clay Thompson, similarly, you could have made a case for uh, Nikola Jokic, just like you did for uh, Shaq, uh, you know, 26 years ago, that he already was among those elite. I mean, when you have back-to-back MVPs, um, Giannis made the team. Uh, Jokic didn't. Uh, yeah, he got his second MVP after that team was announced, but, but, you know, where he was headed. But then you've got, um, other guys. I mean, Jason Tatum, who we mentioned earlier, um, he seems to be on track. He's with a, he's with a, a, you know, a, a cornerstone franchise of the league, one team guy, presumably, um, and, you know, an elite player who's, who's just heading toward his prime. So I look at those kind of guys, John Morant, um, uh, you know, uh, Devin Booker, he's a, he's a young talent, Joel Embiid, obviously. So it's a, it's a story where we, you know, throw out names, they're pretty reliable picks. I wanted to generate some, um, bar room debate, I suppose. And, um, it's funny because the first email I got in response to this story was somebody complaining that David Thompson has been ignored at the 50th team, the 75 team, and now in my article for the 100 team. And uh, unfortunately, in my view, 
uh, and I didn't have votes. Uh, I didn't have a vote on the 50 team, but I did for 75. David Thompson just, he had too short of a career. He flamed out. And uh, as as brilliantly as he uh, shined, it just was not long enough. But, um, you know, people have their views. I mean, there are young stars that aren't on my list. And, and people say, well, why didn't you project, you know, so-and-so? And um, Trey Young, I mean, you know, you name it, a lot of, a lot of young players. Um but we got to we have to save space for Victor Wembanyama. Right? I was just so. our great producer Peter Cotter already <laughs> said we got to add a little add a little uh, pencil in for Wembanyama at, at this point already. But uh, it is such a tremendous read. I think to even remember him back to so many of these individual signature moments that you bring to the table. So thanks, a, Sarah. A, a must go to Ash as always. We appreciate uh, your time and you joining me. We have got Michael C. Wright coming back to talk his new MVP ladder on Friday. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a midsize SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower, hybrid max powertrain on limited and platinum trims. Hybrid max powertrain engine delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even available safety features like an available panoramic view mirror and an available 12.3-inch multi-information display so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.